Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Typical fashion 
I'm doing something that's different. I'm trying to follow my pain. The young prince in Manhattan, not everybody believe it. Adrian Broner, the way I'm ducking and weaving. We go together like interceptions and reasons. She said the only rapper she loving is Jesus. One for the money, two people since the beginning. Three million records get sold and not everybody is winning. I'm Larry David plus Miles Davis. So everybody hated and fuck it, I hardly blame them. Cause I got soul. I won't quit. Appreciate you joining us on this episode of Cheap Pop Radio. It's we got a lot to talk about. The latest headlines: Samoa Joe, Fast Lane, Fast Lane coming up tomorrow night, right there in Memphis, Tennessee, on the WWE Network for free for the remaining of the month of February. Kevin Nash no shows at a show last night. Uh, WWE main roster upset with NXT setting the bar too high. That and talk about a lot of lawsuits going on. Stick around for that. So much more. If you feel feel free to call in at six four six four seven eight five seven one four. That's six four six four seven eight five seven one four. Let's take a quick listen to one of our guests that we had on in the past, and I can't do it any justice. So take a listen. It is I, the lyrical miracle, the sexual intellectual, the cunning linguist, and the quintessential stud muffin, the man who, when he first went to the volunteer state, he thought it might be everything he feared. But then he called up your mama for loving, and your mama volunteered. The quintessential stud muffin, Joel. Big paychecks, I am cashing. Your girlfriend loves my neck brace, fashion, and my penis, passion. And if she was old enough when I was on the road, to be making sex tapes and smashing, I would have got it on with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Gertner. 
on Cheap Pop Radio. Keep listening and have yourself an eargasm. John Taraj. This is the artist formerly known as John Morrison, currently known as Johnny Mundo, coming at you through the airwaves to remind you to get out of your mind. Seriously, go get your asses in shape. You know you think about it. You know you want to. Make this time right now the time that you actually follow through. Go to www.ooymfitness to find out how you can change your life right now. Delight Johnny Mundo, the artist formerly known as John Morrison, and you're listening to J Mac, Sexy Monkey, and Troy on Cheap Pop Radio. Worldwide and live. It's Cheap Pop Radio, where we love pro wrestling from the independence all the way up to the top of the WWE. You'll hear about it here first as our hosts, J Mac and the Sexy Monkey, break it all down for the wrestling fans. Cheap Pop Radio, always with a guest. We are the best. We are live.
I think it's happening. Let's see if he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the sexy monkey. I'm just kidding. I'm here, folks. How you doing? <laughs> Playing in the snow. I, oh, yeah. That's the Baltimore ways. Baltimore way. I tell, you, I tell you what. Seriously, if anyone from Baltimore is listening right now, they'll let you know how ridiculous the 83 was, the 95, the 695, the 702. The roads are absolutely terrible. If you do not have to drive, do not drive. And then let me tell you something, too. The airport is an absolute ice zone right now. Terrible. Terrible. We are got your... rocked in Baltimore. Well, like I said, we have a little bit of snow here. Not much. Not as much as you all, but, you know, my wife was never used to five inches or more, so I'll run with it and be happy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How did you beat me to that one? Well, <laughs> when it comes to beating, friend, apparently I'm the king of the world with that. <laughs> well, you do have two boys, so you must have got lucky at least twice. <laughs> Proven fact there. But, folks, why waste any time? You know, it's been a while. Hell, it, you know what? I know your wife's a big fan. What about the birthday we're celebrating today of the Funkasaurus? Can you wow. believe that guy's? Can you believe he's older than you? Who? You, Funkasaurus, is older than How you. Old is how old he is, is he? 42 years old. I was liked on a man. Really? Yes. Can you believe that? He doesn't look a day over 41. <laughs> I was shocked to hear that, to be honest with you. How old and I'm you not knocking him. Uh, somebody, I didn't think he was that old. Somebody said, from according to Facebook, he was 40, 42. I just don't. I don't see Now, seriously, that. I thought he was probably maybe uh, 28, 29. See, because now, you know Wikipedia, because Wikipedia is always right. They're saying he's only 35. Wikipedia. I don't know. Wikipedia also says that he's married to Paula Caroline, so. Well, so is Colin Delaney, but who's counting? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, well, folks. Yeah, I don't even have the the sound bite queued up. Hell, friend, it's been a long time. Over a month. And there now, we go. The latest headlines. Yeah. So the biggest news going around, friend, and I know it makes you feel better. You may be able to get a job with TNA finally. They're looking for an out of shape guy. That was good. That was good. Oh, I like that one. Why are they looking for a nice guy? Samoa Joe has left TNA. So they need somebody that looks Samoan. By the time you get out of the tanning bed, you'll be good to go, friend. <laughs> Why? Where is Samoa Joe going to go? Why would he leave TNA? His contract was up and he left. So well, Who's going to pay him any money? He ain't worth a dime anymore. Apparently, Triple H has interest in him for NXT, believe it or not. Wow, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay 50 bucks for him to work my indie show anyway. <laughs> now, go time Crystal Plant, may. You may be working him at the next show. 
Hey, that's true. Speaking of go time, we got a big show coming up. I know. you got to defend your championship that you're supposed to defend every 30 days. That's right. And March 21st, that'll be done. You see, we're having a bit of snow, so we're having a, a little bit of trouble defending the titles. I actually did defend the titles um, at BWI International against uh, Doyle Day. Oh, I, I, I think I've heard of him before. I don't know where. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. But no, Saturday, March 21st, right there. Wow. And actually, Niagara Falls. Yeah, we're actually going to a, a pretty darn big venue. We're doing the Comic-Con out there. Uh, there's a lot of big names uh, that are going to be at the Comic-Con and uh, the wrestling show as well. What is it? Is it Scotiabank? That's right, the Scotiabank Center. Um, and also appearing, Dan the Beast Severn, uh, Cody Diener. Uh, you've got oh, Bret Hart. You've got Wendell Clark from the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Birdosaurus is even going to be there. Wow. That's quite an impressive lineup for Meltdown. March Meltdown 2015. Not looking too bad there, Monkey. I know. Are you actually going to fly down and watch a show or what? Yeah, because I have all the money in the world. So, well, well, real quick, Bret Hart, Dan Severin, Kevin Nash. That depends, though, if Kevin Nash shows up. Uh, if he shows up, that is the question. Because I think he might. This It's funny that this is actually being brought up. This was something that happened last night right here in Bristol, Tennessee, 20 minutes up from me. Uh, big time wrestling pr- promotion you're familiar with that runs, I think, strictly here on the East Coast that brings in some big names. Ric Flair's always on the card. Uh, had a show last night in Bristol in the same middle school where TNA ran when they came to town. They outdrew TNA. Wow. And Kevin Nash was advertised and decided he wasn't going to get on his flight. And no show wow. yesterday. Really? And now, what was the explanation behind it? Well, there wasn't. Apparently, the promoter didn't tell anybody until the time of the show when the fans started coming in. People had bought the package for the meet and greet with Kevin Nash, and they got him replaced. But the name, it, it was a name, but it's nowhere near the name of a Kevin Nash. They replaced him with Buff Bagwell, which... When you you think about it, though, when you're booking Buff, you're actually he's going to do the meet and greet, and he's going to work a match compared to what Kevin Nash is going to do. So you're probably better off, but you're going to have a lot of fans. I think uh, name-wise, of course, Buff Bagwell didn't have the star power of Kevin Nash, but at least they could find someone of a decent name. I'm sure it was short notice. I'm sure they were, like, showing up at the airport. Where the hell is Nash? Oh, he's not here. And... But they had Ric Flair, uh, the Boogie Woogie Man, Handsome Jimmy Valiant, the Rock and Roll Express, Mickey James, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. So it was a big card with Kevin Nash being advertised and apparently just decides not to get on the plane, which is unfortunate. It's kind of crazy with all those names, too. So it's not like he thought that it was a crummy show or something. He knew they were a decent show. He just decided he's not going to go. And maybe he looked at the weather forecast, seeing that they were calling for snow and nastyish weather up here. But that's still no excuse. 
you've already been paid your fee, you've got a plane ticket in hand. You know, if if Hunter had called him and said, hey, we need you in Bristol, Tennessee, he'd have been here. Oh, for sure. I mean, was there weather where he was at at least or something? No, Any no, kind he's of down there. He's in Tampa. He's in Tampa so now? On. Is that where he's hanging? Yeah. I definitely <laughs> so know he, weather in Tampa. It was cool. But... And he's, yeah, you know no what excuse. I mean? He played ball down here for the University of Tennessee, which is in Knoxville, which is only an hour from Bristol. So, he, you know what I mean? He's got friends from around this area, and that would have that would have drawn too. Wow! But, so a big, huge thumbs down to Kevin Nash for that one. He gets a thumbs down in Monkey's book. Yeah, That's and then not cool. and then Ric Flair advertised, showed up. Uh, Fifteen minutes after the show started, he was out the door and gone. Didn't hang around for intermission to sign autographs like he was supposed to. So I touted out of town. Disappointed huh. with these people. Now, now, is there a problem with the promoter? Do they not like the promoter? What's the deal? Well, this promoter, he, he runs all over, though. He he was up there, I believe, near Baltimore not too long ago. I think Doyle, I believe it or not, actually worked that show. Where uh, Brett was on there, or Mick Foley. Oh he, yeah, Doyle's this, on that. I think Doyle won the tag it, belts on that show. To be honest, it's it's big time wrestling, and I think what it is, like I said, they travel up and down the East Coast, if I'm not mistaken, and they always have Flair's always on every show that they do. So I don't know if they have some kind of contract with him, to where it's set up. We're going to lock in a date. You've got so many shows you appear for us. He shows up, he does the stuff, but then he's gone, and he was supposed to have hung around apparently after an mission and signed more autographs and done another meet and greet. But he hightailed it on out of town. Well, maybe maybe Flair had a weather concern? He's Who knows in where Charlotte. Next... The, Who knows the where his next booking... Is, though. Maybe he wasn't in Charlotte. Maybe t- he was... Maybe I'll he tell you this. Work... Big Time Wrestling was scheduled to take the same show from last night over to Bluefield, West Virginia, which is three hours from here. Everybody that was booked on last night's show was scheduled to be in Bluefield today. They canceled Bluefield and postponed it for tomorrow. So there's no reason why Flair needed to get a, a go-ahead on everybody else. You know, you're advertised uh, to be there for meet and greet. Maybe he had a rat he had to meet? No. <laughs> I'm glad to see things don't change with you, monkey. Some things never change. Tomorrow night, the WWE Network. It's the first ever Fast Lane pay-per-view, replacing the old Elimination Chamber. So interested to see where this is going to go. It's taking place at the FedEx Forum right there in Memphis, Tennessee. You know the King's going to get a pop like normal. So. You know, first of all, I gotta say something. There's so many other pay-per-views they could have replaced in my book than the Elimination Chamber. I like the Elimination Chamber. It was it was different. It was a gimmick match that you could actually believe. Because I know your time in the business, there they've had gimmick matches that just aren't believable. But Elimination Chamber is one that you can actually buy and believe. You know what I mean? Compared I'm, to I, I, the, 
actually really, really did like the Elimination Chamber. I can't believe that that's one of the pay-per-views they decided to get rid of. Unless they just had too many guys injured off it or something. I'm not sure why they would get rid of that one. You, you want to know why I think so? I don't think they had a, six stars to put in this, in the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> you know what? That's not a that's not a ridiculous statement. It's sad, <laughs> but it's really not a ridiculous statement. If if you were to book the elimination chamber right now today, I who would you put? I'd say Cena, Ziggler. You'd have uh, to put Brock in there, and that's another date Brock would have to use on his contract. Of his why would you dates. have to put Brock in there? Put in for, the, for the title, I think, because. You don't have it for the title. Well, you can't do it for WrestleMania. Do an angle where Roman Reigns has to put his uh, Royal Rumble win for the title on the line or whatever. So, Cena, Ziggler, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Oh, and Daniel Bryan? But then, sadly about that, you're only hill in the match is Seth Rollins. Unless you throw okay, a Bray Wyatt in How about there. Luke Harper? Throw, throw, throw Harper in. Or Bray Wyatt. As much as I will like like Luke, uh, he's growing on me. I don't I don't know if they would if they would I guess would you think they'd put him in it? And uh, you know and I, I he's he's my buddy, so it hurts me to say this, but I think probably the worst thing that ever happened to him was that Intercontinental title ring because it didn't go nowhere and his character hasn't gone anywhere since. I'll tell you what's going somewhere. His hair. It's going fast. <laughs> he probably should and, go with the beard and the bald head. He should do a hair and, hair versus career match or something and lose. I'll be honest with you. This past Monday, I believe it was, it's, his poor spot on top is getting bigger. And you can tell he dyed the hair in his beard, but his poor bald spot up top, when they had him in the headlock with the hard cam, it was terrible. I and I know you said he wears a ball cap almost all the time. He does all the and time, and it's killing it. It is absolutely killing it. I'll let him know for you, but it's a little scary to let him know those kind of things. So I might not oh, remember I to tell. It. <laughs> now, have you been able to watch the product? I know you've been working eighty hours a week. You know what? I've been working a ridiculous amount, but I legitimately did watch all of Raw this week. So you actually got to see the lead-in for tomorrow night on Fastlane. I did, believe it or not. Well, let's run down the card real quick. And the match people are actually talking about. And I'm kind of looking forward to see which way they go with this. The United States champion, Rusev defending against John Cena. Yeah, I'm interested to see, too. I think Rusev is going over on John Cena. I'm... That's what I... That's who I picked. I If if they have Cena end the Rusev streak, I think that's a mistake. It's, I think it's a Cena's mistake, already, and I think instead of elevating the U.S. title, it uh, deflates it. It does. He's... You know, and... Uh, John Cena is going to be John Cena regardless, but putting the United States Championship back on him after this, after his 16 run, 16 time, 15 time world champion, what does that say about him? Absolutely, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. 
Cena winning this match does nothing to elevate Cena, but it doesn't hurt him in any way. No. It's it, for him to put Rusev over, it's the best idea. Maybe even do not even have him pass out in the in the clutch. Keeps him strong, goes on to Mania. Moves Rusev on to take on somebody else. So then what do you do with Rusev at Mania? Who's Rusev got at Mania? Cena again? Maybe in a flag I don't know. match? Uh, but, see, and that's Maybe one thing they don't do. Maybe some and then it's Cena, Rusev, in Mania. Oh, and what, Cena goes over and ends the streak? Yeah, at Mania. That's terrible, though. All right, how about... Rusev goes over, and it's Rusev Goldberg. Goldberg is the streak. <laughs> what they need to do, they need to get the United States Championship off of Rusev. Rusev, I don't think, needs the belt, personally. I can't I believe he hasn't got... done some gimmick where he's, where he's making it like the... The Euro- table. European title? <laughs> yeah. It's, why ain't they doing that? Don't, I don't get it. Because it's smart? Why? That's why. What's so smart about it? Yeah, because it's something good. People would pop for it. Look look at what, I guess, when Cody Rhodes was the Intercontinental Champion, look what he did with the title. He took the sure. new style and turned it back to the old one, and the crowd loved it. So why are you going to do Wait. something the crowd's actually going to like? <laughs> you have a hell of a point there. Why make the crowd happy? We tell them what they like. And that's what's been wrong ever since the Triple H administration started. We tell them what to like, and everybody looks at each other and goes, uh, they don't know what we like. Yes, let's, whatever they like, let's do opposite. Let's do opposite. So, Rusev retains going into WrestleMania, you think, I think so. But in another title match, the Divas title, Nikki Bella defending against your girl Paige. Are we going to see Paige retain the Divas title? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think Paige is going to end up with the belt again. She's had it too many times already, to be honest. But she's now she's got I mean, the momentum going with her, though. Compared, this is I think this is the only time she's had momentum on her side. I think that's why she doesn't get it. But who who are you going to put Bella Nikki against next month? Uh, it doesn't matter Who's anybody. Who's going to be? Yeah. Bring AJ Lee back. That. I'd probably have her work. Uh, eh, doesn't even matter. Put her, put her bring AJ Lee back for Mania. Sure, why not? The crowd would probably eat that up. So why I'd not? Have Flair's daughter come in. Why not? And well, that's something we'll talk about. Um, Another title match, the Intercontinental title. Bad News Barrett going one-on-one with Dean Ambrose. Are we going to see Dean capitalize and walk away with the Intercontinental Championship? Or are we going to see Bad News retain? uh, You know what's great? That's one part that I knew I didn't watch enough wrestling because I had no no idea Bad News was even back and that he was Intercontinental Champion. What happened to Ziggler? (laughs) When did he beat Ziggler? Oh, uh, like the night after Survivor Series or... Something weird. The night I was after just watching, I'm like, Ziggler... what? Bad news? <laughs> Champ again? What the hell happened? He's yeah. The most intercontinental title reigns of all time now, or what? Gotta yeah, be getting close yeah, to I'm pretty certain Jericho still has one on him. No, Jericho have nine? 
Was it that many? I was thinking six. Uh, I think he had. Well, I could be wrong. I thought he had nine. You wrong? No. Why would you be wrong, there, friend? You can re you can research that later. I think I'm doing that as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, who are we going to see leave Fastlane as the champion? I think they finally got to give Ambrose something. I, I don't see the point in. I think bad news is little thing. He's not as over as he was this time. I think people are finally tired of it. Record nine time. You're right, Chris Boom. Jericho. Boom. And bad news is only on his fifth reign. That's it? Yeah. Wow, I thought he had more than that. So, there you go. There you have Leave it. it. I do know something. <laughs> so, you think Dean Ambrose is going to walk away with the championship? I think so. I mean... It's time to finally give him something. He's over with the crowd. I think the IC title will give him that extra little push, and then he can have a nice little feud with somebody at Mania, make some money. Very true. But who are you going to put him in there with at Mania? Hmm. I would probably go. Or do you think maybe do Rusev and Ambrose unify the title and get rid of one of them? No. No, I wouldn't want to unify the title. Boy, who could we put him in there with, though? That's any good. <laughs> that's a tough one because there ain't nobody that's any good. No. Um, or anybody that's hmm. getting any type of reaction. And if Bad News retains, who do you put him in with? Ryback or somebody that nobody cares about? Possibly. Ryback's over, though. The crowd's, crowd's into him again. I don't know. Yeah, looking, down, looking down the road at booking, I changed my prediction. Keep it on bad news, and then bad news, right back, mania. Oh, and I didn't think it could get worse than Mark Henry and Ryback. But I guess you just surprised me. So, and I can do it. If you if you're into titles, WWE Unified Tag Team Championships on the line with the champions the Usos defeating against defending against the masters of the WWE universe, Tyson Kidd. And Cesaro. Yeah, how about that? Um, there, that team, yeah. that team's getting a lot of, getting a lot of talk going. I don't. Uh, Cesaro. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they'll go over yet. I think we'll see the Usos retain and maybe see the rematch at Mania. I can see. I can see that. Um, I don't know. I think the Usos are much better at the chase than than being the champions. I don't know why they keep putting the belts on them, because I enjoy them better chasing the belt. But um, who else do they have to put the belts on? They're breaking up all their tag teams. Why did they break up Stardust and Goldust? I have no idea. That's just stupid. Brother versus brother at Mania. That's what they're going yeah, for. Yeah, but why? No one's going to care about Freaky Brother against Freaky Brother. I think we'll see Cody Rhodes against Dustin Dustin Rhodes come Mania. Maybe oh, as stupid as it is, maybe do the another Hollywood backlot brawl. God, oh my God! 
That could happen. You're making me feel sick. <laughs> are you sure <laughs> it's not the alcohol? Are you sure it's not the alcohol, friend, that's making you feel sick? Oh, it could be a little bit of both. <laughs> this, is, this is lining up to be the worst mania ever. But you, you went ahead and mentioned it. Go Dust and Stardust one-on-one at Fastlane. So, well, the question I, I is, think who we'll, cares? <laughs> Dusty cares. That's who cares. Did you in both their corners for it? Did you see how bad he looked on Raw? He looked horrible. He's lost a lot. He of looked weight. like a ninety-year-old man who just got wheeled out of the home. He looked terrible. And all the gigs to the head. His poor forehead is absolutely terrible. Yeah, it was absolutely disgusting to see. It's like it's like a meat grinder. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost what it looks like. And I uh, uh I can't believe it. I think we'll see what? Cody go over and defeat Go Dust. I think we'll start to see Cody kinda get that push and maybe see him elevated back to mid card, maybe for the IC title against Dean Ambrose come mania. And now is Cody gonna come in um is Tony, he's going to stay Stardust, you think, though, right? You don't I think, think he's going to go back to Cody, Cody? What I think we'll see, and you may hate on me for saying this, I think we may see a little bit of the Joker-ish with Cody. Some joker I think so. Kind of a wow. twisted. But, but they've got Sting now. Sting already did that. But that was in TNA. Nobody knows about TNA. That he's just Sting's disappeared since the last Nitro, according to WWE. Where has he been all this time? Where has he been? Sting, Sting never painted his face sideways and put lipstick on his mouth. He never did that. What are you talking about? Sting's been Sting's been lost to the beach since his match against Flair. <laughs> he's he's been tanning the whole time. <laughs> you know, nobody's seen him. What the hell? But big six-man tag match added Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, and Ryback taking on Seth Rollins, Kane, and Big Show. If that's not a barn burner, I don't know what is. They'll probably get 40 minutes to do that match, too. (laughs) Or I think we'll see Ziggler walk. I think either I think Ziggler will pick up the win or Seth Rollins will pick up the win. Oh, I hope it's Seth Rollins. It's got to be Seth Rollins. You would think so, but he don't. He don't need the win. He's got. He's got the briefcase. That keeps him relevant enough. Him jobbing real quick to like a quick roll up, or the clean finish to Ziggler putting Ziggler over isn't going to hurt Seth. It's not going to hurt him. Look at how many jobs yeah, no, Ziggler right. did with you're the briefcase. Right. You know when Ziggler right. had the briefcase, he was, for a minute, but... he, he was losing every night. Every night he had that briefcase, Ziggler lost. But the briefcase kept him relevant. You never knew when he was going to strike. But they're just putting this guy over like Rover and he has the briefcase, and you're kind of wondering why does he even have the briefcase? Because he can just beat everybody anyway. I was going to ask this later on, but I'm going to ask you now. What is your opinion on Seth Rollins? They're They're kind of giving him the ball. And going to let him run with it, I think, here after Mania. Yeah, they, they're they really putting the machine behind him. Uh, 
I think people are digging him. They could have picked worse guys, that's for sure. I mean, everybody thought Roman Reigns was going to be the breakout star, I think, including them, and he's definitely not what the crowd's been looking for. So they might have uh, stumbled across the right guy by mistake. And speaking of Roman, Roman Reigns taking on Daniel Bryan with the WrestleMania title match on the line. Which way do you go? Uh, keep it on Reigns. Try to make him. Try to make him something. Try to make people care about him. You think that's going to make the people care? Or you think it's going to make them turn on him more? Oh, they'll turn more. They make Brock face. I think that Brock will go face. Come into face mania. Heel Reigns. Wow. Heel Reigns win. Oh, and send the crowd home pissy, just like they did yep. at the Rumble. Bautista <laughs> all over again. And obviously, talking about Mania, you know as, as well as I do, it's something I look forward to every year. The Hall of Fame. And so far announced hey. for the Hall of Fame. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Hey. Oh. <laughs> hey, yeah. No. <laughs> Randy Savage, the Macho Man, being the first inductee announced. Then, in the celebrity wing, what about it? Arnold Schwarzenegger going in. And, you know, I'm not going to complain about that one. Like the Mr. T, the Drew Carey, and that type of stuff. Eh. But Arnold, I'll buy that a little bit more as legit. I'll buy I'll buy Pete Rose and Arnold. Those are the only two celebrities so far. Drew Carey, Maybe Mr. Really... Mr. T. Yeah, I Mr. Think T. I, I, that's true. Mr. T. I'll give him his due. Yeah, but Drew Carey was in the Royal Rumble, you know? He was in the Royal Rumble. What about, um, hmm. <laughs> um, I can't remember his name now. He was so good, I can't remember his name. I was going to make fun of him. Ah, uh, that's nothing new here. And then what Bob about Uker. this? Bob Uecker, that is his name. I, I loved Bob Uecker. I think he was hilarious on the show. And I can't argue with that one. He was hilarious on everything that he did. <laughs> and what about this? Your former tag team partner, Rikishi, going into the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, buddy. I know. I made that guy, and now he's in the Hall of Fame. Can you believe it? And, you know, and he, he's shaking his ass all the way there, and <laughs> you're just shaking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but And it's being rumored somebody that we talked about earlier, Kevin Nash, is being rumored to be announced as the final inductee in the coming weeks. But they've also been teasing a tag team being announced on Monday night going into the Hall of Fame. And one of the names leaked out, and I guarantee you it's probably the last team you'd ever think of. The Killer Bees. No. <laughs> Maybe not the last team you think of. I would have I would never think of them. People people are hoping for demolition. Yeah. But I don't think so from what I've read. It's going to be Luke and Butch, the Bushwhackers. Mm. So, the Highlanders still have a chance. <laughs> the Bushwhackers for real. <laughs> yes. Huh. Legit. Well, they were a legitimate tag team. I don't think they were tag team champions. They're much more effective no. as the sheep herders, I think. 
Did they ever win a match? <laughs> Except against the... They licked each other's heads. Well, and used the head as a, as a battering ram, which I always I pump for that. I still do that move to this day. <laughs> what, licking your partner? <laughs> yeah. Licking <laughs> my partner battering the ram. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the stuff we talk about. But the Bushwhackers rumored to be announced on Monday night, which I didn't expect at all. Demolition getting the getting the snub again. But the head one of the headlines for next year in Texas, they're saying it may finally happen. The fabulous Freebirds. Really? Yeah. That's you you got to think that's their stomping ground. You got to put butts in seats. That's the way to get them. Uh, yeah, I, I'm digging that. The Freebirds, why not? So, and I don't know if you've heard the news or not, Monkey. Probably not. That's right, folks. That's the People's Court theme song, if you're not familiar with that song. People are taking Hi, each other's... <laughs> to the courts. The lawsuits being announced left and right. And did you hear WWE is being sued for a wrongful death lawsuit? From who? <laughs> By Cassandra Frazier, the wife of Viscera. She is suing World Wrestling Entertainment for a wrongful death lawsuit. How how was she suing them for it? What did they do? The years of abuse they made him work through and the injuries he sustained was life-threatening. And that's what caused him to die for all the years of wrestling that he did. Uh, she ain't going to get nothing. She's just got to hope that they settle out of court. She ain't going to get it done. <laughs> if, they even, if they even settle. You know, they may let it go. They may let that one play out. Yeah, they they probably should let it play out because I don't think she'll get a dime. All they got to do is look at his background, his his drug abuse, all that kind of stuff. They'll they'll bring up some dirt on him. Oh, they will. They'll <laughs> they'll pull every drug test he failed during his time with the company. Yeah, <laughs> don't I don't know. Worry about that. She probably she probably put on that lawsuit hoping for a settlement out of court that didn't happen, and now here we go. I don't think she'll win that. I don't think she'll And then Colt Cabana, CM Punk, where they did the podcast together with CM Punk speaking. Obviously, you you heard about it after it happened. CM Punk saying they made him work with a baseball size lump on his back heading into the Royal Rumble, and that it was misdiagnosed by the doctor and stating that the doctor wouldn't treat it and said it was nothing. So the doctor, Dr. Aman, I believe is his name, uh, mm-hmm. the WWE doctor there, he is suing CM Punk and Colt Cabana for defa- what is it, defa- defamation lawsuit? By the oh, wow, made. defamation lawsuit. Yeah, defamation, there we go. Defamation of character. Yes, so he is taking them to court, obviously for CM Punk saying it, and Colt Cabana allowing him to, and then backing him up in the process. Well, 
good thing uh, CM Punk has lots of money and Colt doesn't, so. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Colt can't get ahead. And I'll put, I'll put it over. I know I do know Colt Cabana was a big fan of the All-Nighters. <laughs> yes, he is. He's a fan of the All-Nighters. That's very true. See, I'll even put you over. I'll put you over. Imp- Why not? I'm impressed by that. Well, you'd have to show up a six man tag someday. <laughs> oh, him as an honorary member of the All Nighters. He'd probably be the highlight of his career. It may be. It, it just may be. <laughs> and now I've got to ask you this the big talk last week NXT TakeOver Rivals. Were you able to catch any of it? No. All I seen no. was uh all I seen was one picture from it. But I do know that uh Luke Harper's wife was there live. Oh. Well excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he was married. I, I um, thought he I didn't know he was married. I thought he lived in the woods. He does. He's Luke married Har- to a girl in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he changed his shirt finally. Did you notice that? I I think he did. I think he had to. If you go back and look at Raw, I think he had had to change the shirt finally. Almost positive. You'll have to, and you'll you'll see the bald spot and his changing of the shirt. I can't wait. (laughs) But NXT TakeOver Rivals was the talk last week. People going on and on about it. People coming out of the woodworks to talk about it. Supposedly making the main roster upset, saying that NXT's taking their spotlight. Well, so? Step it up then, main roster. What do you mean? Their main roster's upset, stating that they can go out on NXT, have longer matches, because there's only so many matches made. I think there's, what, five matches in a two-hour period? Compared to, what, eight matches, maybe seven matches in a three-hour period on a pay-per-view, but you're given four or five matches on a two-hour, and each match is averaging about 15 minutes on average, and they're still in the show. They're upstaging them. The crowd's into it, but I think that has a lot to do with the venue as well. That Full Sail University, I think... That's almost kind of like the old ECW, to where it's that cult of fans. And I think that's what makes it look that much better. Oh, there is an absolute cult following. There's no doubt about that. But uh, I think instead of the main roster crying about it, they should uh, embrace it and take (laughs) that style and put it on TV. You had actually mentioned... That style of of, uh, programming. Well, that's... Triple H's baby. And he talked about that on the Steve Austin podcast. Have you had a chance to go back and watch that? No. No, you'll have to. You'll have to go on the network, which is my account, and watch. <laughs> <laughs> and watch the Steve Austin yeah. Triple H podcast. Don't don't diss your mooch Canadian over here. Oh, I'm not. Don't you worry. You're good for something along the lines every once in a while. But and all, he Stone Cold put over the NXT product, and Triple H taught and said that that's his baby. 
that Vince gave him that and I guess wanted to see what he could do with it once Vince is gone. And people are loving it. Well, maybe that is the direction that WWE needs to go. Uh, and maybe did you that... see Vince on the on the cover of the Muscle Fitness? <laughs> yeah, I seen that. That was ridiculous. I don't know how much is photoshopped. I imagine a lot of it is. But regardless, for his age, he had to at least have some of that legit. You know what I mean? I'm I'm sure he's still on a ridiculously (laughs) good amount of steroids. He doesn't have to do a urine test. He may. Maybe that's why he took his stuff off TV so he don't qualify as a talent anymore. (laughs) <laughs> He's got to look good for Mania, you know. He can't have that. But he looks ridiculous going. on that cover. That's ridiculous. But he was quoted saying that the WWE will be a better product once he's dead. <laughs> he said that? He said that in the Muscle and Fitness magazine, that it would be a better product when he's dead. Why did he go and say that? I guess he's he's stubborn and set in his ways. Wow. So, it's going to be interesting. But before before we end the show, I I had I had well, let me let me hit this real quick. What about Rhino and Brian Kendrick coming back but working in NXT? What? Yes. I didn't even know. Yes, Rhino they was came back. back. They were put in NXT? Yeah, apparently what they're going to do, they're going to try to build, what is it, that Finn Balor or your boy Fergal? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the hell it is. I don't even know what it is. But apparently they're wanting to build him up to work Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen, whatever you want to call him, and they're going to have him work the more known names to get him up against that, supposedly. Rhino came out of nowhere, worked some guy, went over on him in two minutes with the gore, crowd popped like crazy for him. And right after the match, as he's walking to the back, he passes uh, Finn while he's doing an interview. So they're starting to tease that. And then Brian Kendrick debuts, I think, next week or the following week. And they're going to do that same sort of thing with him then. But Rhino and Brian Kendrick back in NXT. Wow. Well, good for them. I mean, it's probably a better paycheck than working the Indies anyway. Their name, uh, TNA, who knows if the paycheck even cashes. So. <laughs> and something I just want to talk about real quick because I know you're super busy and a lot going on. So we were even lucky to get you on the show tonight. You're it's like trying to schedule a name. <laughs> it is getting tough right now. <laughs> what I just wanted to discuss this. Tell me NXT or the Performance Center, however you want to categorize, categorize it. NXT Performance Center versus OVW. What do you think are the biggest differences between the two? 
I would say, first of all, the uh, the quality of television is leaps and bounds from each other on the now, production side. From the de- from the developmental aspect of it, what do you think are the biggest differences between the de- developmental now in NXT versus the developmental of Ohio Valley Wrestling then? Well, I think probably one of the biggest differences is the uh, less of a old school mentality I guess you have a lot a lot more of the old school mixed with new school training rather than just straight old school training if that makes any sense like uh, OVW had more of that old school southern style this is more of a, a TV training I guess and the reason I bring this up, and I wanted to ask your opinion on it, somebody had mentioned on Facebook in a wrestling group, I was reading it, and the big point that they had, and when you stop and think about it, what OVW did, when you look at the list of their of the just the superstars that passed through there, the John Cena, the Randy Orton, the Batista, um, the Brock Lesnar, you had Rob Conway, the Bashams, Nick Dinsmore, just those names that came through there. These people weren't known. They developed the talent. They developed the characters. Compared to NXT, you've got the Kevin Steens, the El Genericos, the the names that they made for themselves on the indies that already have that following. So NXT, in perspective, I guess hasn't produced anybody. That's, that's a very valid point. I guess they're more of a refining station rather than a uh, developmental. And their thing, I think if you think, if you stop and think, the only ones that have really come out that didn't have a name on the indies or weren't a star on the indies, Adam Rose. And look, look what he's done. He's failed completely. He's flopped. You that's know? true. He was a complete failure. Can't, you've got can't defend the Ascension. You've got the Ascension, who was made down there to an extent, but and they flopped. They're, they you, they, you they don't care about them. Hated them. Yeah, you, you don't know, even hear about them. We're, we're the greatest tag team coming ever, and then JBL buries them, and that's the end of it. Yeah, and you know, and but when you look at the list of the people that came up through OVW and where they're at now. Like, look at Ryback. Ryback's one that got his start. He got his teeth wet, or got his feet wet. Got his teeth wet. Got his feet <laughs> wet. <laughs> there on on Tough Enough with the season with The Miz. Then he was sent down there with no training. And look where he's at now, you know? That's true. They They made the names. And somebody, just looking at it, what about frickin'... Damian Sandell, or even Idol, as Aaron the Idol Stevens. They've the list that they've produced, talent wise. Now the list really does go on and on. You can go with Shelly Martinez and Beth Phoenix a little if you want to talk about the Idol. And you know what about Armando Alejandro Estrada? That is a homegrown talent right there. Signed up for the amateur class, had no training, worked his That's way true. intermediate to the advanced, and was debuted on TV 
and what, I think four or five months after being there? Santino Morella? Absolutely. It's just like you'd mentioned the list, though. And you can't forget our boy JTG. Another one started in the amateur class. JTG? They, de- they developed him. Beast, Shad Gaspard. He was the beast. He was there for years and worked there for so long without a contract. And bam, that's one thing I think that's different as well. OVW used non-contracted people. Just like, look at Beth. She was there. You're absolutely right. They they took all the Just look at Beth. They took the and, non-contracted talent, let them work their way up to the top. Mm-hmm. And I, two that come to mind, Mickey James, who was the Lexus Lurie, and Joey Matthews. They were they came in there together. They were sitting out in the audience one week just watching the show to see if they wanted to make the move up from Virginia. They did. They both moved up non-contracted. And Mickey was contracted months before Joey was. Joey was on the freaking road doing M&M without a contract. Then they finally signed him. You know, you, you have a hell of a point, because I never really thought about that. There is no success story from the amateur class in NXT, if they even have one. Do they have one? It's, they do. You can pay to go to class there. But who have they built up? You know? It's everybody that's made a... Well, yeah. Right. Ole, 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 ole. And... <laughs> John Spears, your buddy, you know, he, I think they missed the chance with him during his run in OVW. If he was ever going to make it, I think that was when he should have made it. I don't even know why he didn't, actually. I don't know what happened. It's probably because his partner was banging everybody moving, and <laughs> he split him up, <laughs> and went from there. to do with it. You know, but it's just when you stop to think... I never really would have even done that, I, to even stop and think about the differences. Because when you look at their roster, almost anybody that's anybody down in NXT, they made a name for themselves outside. Or once they make it to the main roster, they fail. The only people I think, character-wise, that they made was that Enzo Amore and that Colin Cassidy. The, what is it, the s a w s t from NXT, who has come up to the main roster? Uh, Adam Rose. Who do we have? Well, we got Paige, but she had a huge name in Europe before coming up. Yeah, she made herself there. Uh, main, and that's Paige, Adam Rose. Adam Rose, and he's he was a flop big time. The Ascension. Uh, Ascension, huge flop. Uh, I can't think. Who else? The and see, this was back. You really can't consider to me. Maybe Rusev. He may be the only non-flop that came up through NXT. That's a good point. Did and how, what did Rusev work before NXT? He did. Anybody? He well, he didn't have a name. He didn't make his name anywhere else. Okay, so sense. he might be the first 
NXT talent that actually gone through, but that's only one. Well, well, Big E, who oh, was big powerlifting, and look at Bo Dallas, came up and flopped, oh. and bam. You got to believe. And the, the Wyatts, maybe the Wyatts potentially, but Bray yeah, had they, a run as Dusty. Your buddy. Yeah, they had a run, but once they broke up, it kind of went sour. Yeah, your buddy I Luke, mean, though, they, already made a name for himself on the Indies. That's true. He yeah. already had a name for himself. Good point. Bray was Husky Harris. Eric Rowan's just lost in the in the mix. Then you had uh, Emma, who came up from NXT. What has she done besides get a mugshot? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the only shot she's been given, sadly. Mugshot. That's the only shot. And I'm just looking through the roster real quick. Nobody else even jumps out that Summer Rae, she was down there for a while. But men-wise, it's done anything. I don't know, but either way, the bunny's still on the roster, in case you were wondering. Uh, did they ever do anything with the bunny? Did I miss that, or did they? No, he's gone. He, he's just he's done. You just forgot about that angle? Yeah. So. Oh, well. We'll get ready to wrap it up. I know you've probably got to work tomorrow. Um, I, I do. Do we, have, do we? Did you throw the number out for any callers? I did maybe before you joined us. Maybe someone wants to call in and put in their uh, two cents about OVW and NXT. 646-478-5714. You and your no class, monkey, I tell you. <laughs> no class. There's the number. <laughs> 646-478-5714. But as I look real quick here, it's just a, just the people that came up from OVW. And I went back and watched an old match. I'll tell you who, who they missed a spot on. And it just came in, it happened at a terrible time, but he had so much heat was Muhammad Hassan. Yeah, whatever happened? They, it was just everything going on with September 11th. You know, that came up, bam. He did that after the September 11th. Then something happened, United Nations and Iraq. So they wrote him off TV with The Undertaker, powerbombing him through the uh, stage. And that's it. You know? And he, he, he was decent on the ring, and he had that heat. You know? Well, maybe they didn't want to get shot. I don't know. Just looking at the list, though, almost everybody that's on here was a name. You know? Cena, Orton, Punk, Batista. Hell, I even hate to put him over. Elijah Burke. That's another one that built that worked his way up. Non-con. Are you really on air putting over Elijah Burke? I can't believe it. I know. Who would have thought? But Elijah... Definitely not. What, a, what about Angelina Well, she was in Deep South. What about, what about her, though? <laughs> what about her? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me Somebody, more about I, have, I have to put him over real quick. I have to just do it. Johnny Jeter. That guy moved to southern Indiana when they were across the bridge over there in a run-down building, moved from California to Indiana with a dream. 
and started in the beginner's class. And look where he ended up, getting to work his idol, Shawn Michaels, numerous times. You know? You cannot put Johnny Jeter as a WWE success story. But the Spirit Squad? T- tag Team Champion? His name's in the record books. How can you? Uh, he made uh, it. It's a little hard to argue, I guess. He was a tag team champion. I guess I can't take it away from the guy. He made it. I wanted to, but I reneged. You know, he made it against DX, against Ric Flair. He worked Piper. They lost the tag straps to Flair and Piper. You know? That is pretty impressive. And not everybody. It's. Uh, I got to put Jeter over. Jeter, like I said, I remember when I when I first started watching OBW. He was this jobber that came out, and you could just tell he was a Jericho fan and HBK fan. And his very first big match happened at the Summer Sizzling Series at Six Flags there. That's hard to say. And he he was non-contracted at this, and they put him in the main event against Chris Jericho. And him and Jericho tore it down. That's what got him his contract. So what you're saying is you should have applied yourself when you were in OVW, and you would have been. (laughs) I'm not saying that at all. If I would have shown up half the time, I'd have been better off. (laughs) I don't know. I had so much heat. It wasn't even fun. What you're saying is Rip Rogers is a better trainer than whoever's the trainer in NXT. Bill DeMont? Yes. Is is it still Bill DeMont? He didn't get fired yet? No, he's still there. I thought he got fired again. No. But just keep that in mind, though. Rip Rogers. And you also had Jim Cornette there as well. And Al Snow with the character Paul development. Hayman. Lance Starr. Paul Heyman as well. Speaking real quick, did you see Al Snow on Impact? I heard he is Jack to the moon now. He is. And wow. And he can still go. And that's one thing I told I told my wife last night. I told her when I showed her the match with Al, I said, that was one thing about Al. I've met a lot of people. You've met a lot of people. I don't know anybody that ever said a bad word about him. That I can think Foley of. always says bad words about him. They do? Foley does. Both. Make Foley. Oh, God. Never surprised what? with you there. <laughs> what? Never That's his, I was his best friend at one time. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Uh, folks, we want to thank you for joining us on <laughs> Cheap Pop Radio. And I know you I know you probably missed us just like Monkey missed doing the show. We want to thank you for joining us. It's been a wild ride. And, hell, who knows when we'll do it again. When's the next show? About six months from now? Probably so. It'll probably be right around uh, the Great American Bash. Maybe we'll see Sting and Flair one more time. Woo! Open Baltimore. <laughs> Rick Flair is coming to Baltimore, though, for Maryland Championship Wrestling. Check it out, MarylandWrestling.com. There you go. Oh, nice to see you there. <laughs> Folks, thanks for joining us on Cheap Radio. Saturday night special. I'm J-Max. He's the sexy monkey. Have a wonderful rest of the evening. Go get drunk. 
Be safe. <laughs> Don't piss in the snow. Have fun. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.